Hello, everybody. My name is Juan Carlos, and welcome to OCR Unedited, where we highlight amazing coaches, athletes, and everyday <clears> people from the OCR and trail communities for fun, unscripted, and unedited conversations. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking to Aaron Sabia. Did I say that right? You did. Entrepreneur, uh, OCR race director, and uh, he'll go into detail as uh, you know for that role. Um, how are you? I am good. How are you? I should have said in OCR enthusiast as well. That would also be, that's kind of where everything got started. You know. <laughs> For a lot of us. Right. Um, so how are you? How you been? Good, busy. Um, <laughs> but that's like, everybody keeps telling me it's not a bad problem to have. So I it guess isn't. I will, I will agree with them. <laughs> so, um, so uh, even though I asked you this before. So where are you now? Where are you located? Uh, I'm about an hour and a half uh, northwest of uh, Chicago. So I may, I live in Illinois, about 10 minutes from the Wisconsin border. Oh, so nice. Midwest. So. so Aaron, let's get right down to it. Talk to us. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, who are you? Who is Aaron Sabia? <laughs> um. I don't even know how to answer that, I guess. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know. I'd say I'm just, I love building things. I And I love like OCR in general. I didn't know that up until, you know, my wife and I, we did our first race and I think it was two, 2016. It was a Spartan race and. Uh, uh oh, I can't see you. All right. Sorry. I don't know. My screen locks randomly sometimes. <laughs> um, so we did our first Spartan race in like 2016 and yeah. kind of went from there. And I had no real intentions on ever making things or, you know, doing stuff like that until my wife informed me that she couldn't do Twister and I better make her one. So that's where it started. So first thing I ever made was a Twister. What? <laughs> yeah. My so, God, we need handyman like you over here up north. It was just kind of a, you know, that's where it started. And so, you know, then I, you know, I went and volunteered a couple races and, you know, kind of got, you know, some of the behind the scenes stuff. And as yeah. I started looking at it, I was like, oh, I can make that. Oh, I can make that. You know yeah. what? I think I can make that better than the one they have. And so, you know, that's where it went. And then, you know, I had a, uh, we had a friend of ours. Um, it was a really great OCR gym right near uh, one of the suburbs of Chicago uh, called HeartFit. And okay. the his workouts are harder than any race you'll ever do. They just are. He's, he's such a monster at, you know, but he doesn't build anything. So that's where I come in. I help him build the stuff. And then he programs the most ridiculous simulations you can possibly imagine. And anyway, but a woman that had gone to his gym, uh, Dana and I, uh, Dana is my wife. She had, uh, she had reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to build, you know, a rig in her backyard. And I was like, yeah, okay. 
I had never built, I didn't even have a rig at my house. You know, I'd never built a rig, you know? And so I was like, <laughs> yeah, I can, I, I can do that. So I did. And within, man, it was, must've been, and she's right. Kind of, she's, she also lives in the suburbs of Chicago and there's like her backyard butts up against this like main four lane road. And she said within, you know, a couple of days, she had people stopping and finding her driving through a neighborhood until they found her house to ask her who had made it. And so basically within three weeks of me building that first rig, I started this business and that was two years ago. Yeah, it would have been, I think two years ago. So it's not like I've been doing this that long, but, and then from there, it's kind of just snowballed. I went from, you know, yeah, I, I, you know, getting excited about, you know, selling a hundred dollars worth of stuff in a month, you know, and then it's, you know, snowball from there where I'm constantly busy. So, but That's a great problem to have, sir. It is. And, you know, when we first started all this, our goal for, you know, Dana and I was that we would work together because, you know, I like her face and, you know, I like <laughs> to be around her. And so, you know, <laughs> a month and a and it finally got to that point a month and a half ago where she quit her corporate job and, she's working with me now so wow. I'm not sure how much she loves that some t- <laughs> some days when it's 95 degrees out and i got her grinding metal or cutting metals for me but she says she likes it so <laughs> i'm gonna just i'm gonna go take it at face value <laughs> so wow now i mean that's great now apart from making building uh these uh i guess what i'm trying to say is uh you also make uh, grip strength devices. Yep. Right. How is that yes. going? And what types do you make for the public, for the consumer? Uh, so, I mean, currently right now, I've got stirrup grips. I've got, you know, my version of the Gibbons, which I think are nicer than Force Fives, but that's just me. I have to say things like that. Um, I've got, you know, twisters. I've got some, uh, you know, steel nunchucks, rope nunchucks. Um, oh, what else? T-bar grips. Um, you know, those are like, oh, I got cannonballs too, because everybody should own a cannonball or two. Of course. Um, so I, you know, I've got stuff like that. And then, you know, and then I branched off into the twisters and then I built a, a signature obstacle for a frontline at their last race in May, or no, actually it was two years ago. That was last year. It was in October. It was a race in October. And I built one that's basically sort of like a twister, same premise. It rotates, you know, around as you move along it, but this one just has vertical grips on it. So, you know, called that one Kraken and then, you know, just started making smaller versions of it so I can ship them because of course that's always been a, that's always been kind of a, you know, I make stuff out of steel. It's heavy, you know, so I got to figure out ways where I can ship it, you know, relatively economically so that, you know, yeah. you know, people, you know, can order it and, you know, find, and I, and I'm always looking for ways that I can, for people that don't have a lot of room, stuff like that, you know, what can I do? Can I build a smaller version of it so that they can still practice 
but also yeah, be able to you know, transport it or take it someplace to a park or you know something like that so now, things like that from being an entrepreneur and off you know going also to becoming this creator uh manufacturer of your grip devices that you're doing um you are also a race director or was a race director uh, yes clarify that was, role because you said before we got started that you did you were a race director for frontline ocr so talk to me about that well let's see back it would have been ooh, this past earlier in the year it was in january i've been helping out at a race uh the abominable snow race um which is such a cool idea because they only do their races in the winter and usually it's at like a ski resort or something like that so very cool pretty unique um i had been up there helping out and the owner of ed leon he had uh he had come up to me and talked to me and asked me if i'd be interested in doing the you know being the race director and i was like uh i have no idea what i'm doing but i was like let me, you know, let me talk to my wife about it. And I got back with him. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'd, I'd be willing to, uh, I'd be willing to do that. You know, just to, I, I figured even though I'd never done it <laughs> before, yeah. um, well, I had helped set up a color run at the kids school a few years back, but that, that's not quite the same thing as an OCR race, but you know, I figured I've done enough races and I know what I hate about races and I know what I like about races. Okay, so I was like, to have. you know, I mean, cause I've known, I've known other race directors that come in and they are, they are good at what they do. They're good at the logistics part of things. Um, you know, they're good at managing, you know, the workers that they have coming in their builders and stuff, Yeah, but they've never done a race. Not once, you know? And I'm just like, to me, I would think the best race directors are the ones that have done races. They That's know right. what they like. They know what they don't like. They can go through the course and be like, Oh, I bet we could get real lost here. So how do we, you know, fix things or have stuff yeah. marked or, you know, the spacing of obstacles. And I'm all about hard races. You know, I'm not, I mean, could I build an easy race? Yes. Frontline was not that race. That was going to be a hard race from the yeah. get go, you know, Especially it's, true. Within, it's true what you said that, you know, good race directors are ones or those that have done these OCR races that know what works and what doesn't and how to make a and how to create, organize, put out a great uh, racing course for the athletes. You're right. That's, you know, so going into it, it was just what, you know, what are there, what are things that I would like to change? how would I like to set it up? Do I make it, like I said, I, I build for what the race is designed for frontline dedicated uh, first responders and, and uh, you know, military and veterans and stuff like that. I was like, and I mean, their whole tagline is earn it. It's not an easy race. It's yeah. never been an easy race. And I probably made it even harder this year than it has. <laughs> but I was like, that's what that's what that race is about you know it's yeah. you know the fact that you know guys go out there with like, the vests or they'll wear weighted vests for the uh, elites and you have to get 100 percent obstacle completion 
you fail at a, you know, you can try obstacles many times as you want, but if you fail, you lose your vest. Got you. you. So it's very military driven. Yes, very much so. Okay. Which is great. I mean, I was, I served in the military, so that's great. I've seen, I've seen frontline OCR. I've never done it. I know of it and I've seen pictures that have been posted. Mm Mm-hmm. But I've never done it. I always find that so I find that race to be very unique and hope to one day be able to go down and do that. I hope you can. I'll be I'll be race director for their next race. Next. There you go. May May 28th. I'm going to have to send you a ding and say, listen, I'm coming. Get it ready. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) It'll be ready. So So let me let me go back to you now. Okay. So how did you discover OCR? Because you did mention that you did it and you did it with your wife. So when did you or you both uh, discover OCR and what was it that you loved about it? Um, it was, I'm pretty sure it was 2016. We did a Spartan sprint that was only supposed to be four miles, but the course director accidentally made it like six and a half. <laughs> accidentally, and- eh? I yeah I guess he told me that the next year when I saw him but he was like yeah I kind of messed up the year before because it was way, <laughs> it was way longer than it was supposed to be um uh, and love there Spartan. was yeah right and there was so much mud I mean out of that six mile course at least three miles was knee deep or higher mud I mean it it basically sucked your soul right out of you it was awful it was one of the worst things I think I had ever done and that includes boot camp and boot camp sucked too oh, um man. so uh it was just it was awful you know but it's one of those things after we got done with it real i was like i don't ever want to do this crap ever again I was like, this is trash and yeah. then sure enough another race rolled around we went and did that one and then you know and then it kept progressing and then we kept doing more and then i think in 2018 we ran like 35 races i think i mean bounced around all over the place i was graduating i was graduating from college and yeah it would have been 2018 i was graduating from college and i had done all online college and the graduation ceremony was in san diego um and my wife was like you're gonna go graduate aren't you and i was like what no i was like i got what i was like i don't care i was like i was only doing it to finish my college degree that i had started you know back when i was 19 and then never finished and so here i was you know 40 and i was about to graduate from college and i was like that's great congratulations it was it was fun am i ever going to use the degree no it's a degree in history i mean i love history which is why i did it but i'm not i'm not going to be a teacher (laughs) you know that's not going to be a historian I mean, to some extent, I guess, but never where I would get a job doing that. I can't sit at a desk. Which maybe is, you can be an OCR historian. <laughs> maybe, maybe I can write the uh, the uh, <laughs> the history of OCR in book form or something. Hey, but I but think we're onto something here. Maybe, maybe I do like writing, and I was good at it. So, anyway, graduated from college. My life's like, you need to go. You need to go and walk with your class and I was like gosh that's dumb I was like I got no interest in that she's like you're going I was like yes ma'am I was like we'll we'll go and so then the first the next thing I did was I got on the computer to see if there was any Spartan races out there that weekend 
you know, I figure if I'm flying out to San Diego, hopefully they'll well, race. You're right. Well, the big bear sprint was the day after I graduated <laughs> and it was only, it was only, I think two hours or so from San Diego where we were staying at. So, yeah. So I went and I graduated and it was kind of funny because, um, I had posted something on Instagram. This is back before race ready obstacles was even a thought, but yeah. I had posted something on my Instagram thing and tagged the college in it and was talking about how I was going to go run a Spartan race and I was going to do it in my cap and gown. I was joking, except then the next thing you know, suddenly I get an email from the school from their, uh, their media manager. And she was like, are you serious? You're actually going to do that? And I was like, well, it's on the internet. So I guess, yeah, I am. <laughs> so they thought that was funny and they ended up interviewing me and the president of the uh, university talked about me during the commencement address and <clears throat> had me stand up and everything. And they were talking about how I was going to go do the Spartan race the next day, you know, and I think there was like 4,000 people in my class. It was at Ooh. Petco Park uh, where the, uh, was it at Petco Park? It's wherever the Padres play at. Okay. So I think it was Petco Park. And so we were all out on the field and everything else. And so, yeah, the next day we drove to Big Bear and we got there and I was like, oh, this is going to be awful. I am not a mountain guy. I grew up in the Midwest. You know, that's where I was born and raised right near where I'm living now. And So I'm a flatlander. You get me into too many hills and I'm just like, oh, I'm dying here. So we got to Big Bear and I was like, oh, this is going to suck. You know, oh, I was like, man. look at these hills. And I was like, already, I mean, we'd already driven up through the clouds and we're above the clouds at this point. And I'm like, man, it's beautiful. Man, I don't think I'm going to breathe very well. You know, I'm not used to this altitude thing. Yeah, We did. It took us, we were not good at it. And it took us, I don't know, it was just a sprint, but it took us, I think, a, like three hours to get through it. <laughs> And I ran, I ran that whole stupid race in my cap and gown. I actually oh did my. do it. So my wife's got videos of me doing the rope climb and throwing the spear. <laughs> and I just look like, and I'm just in a cap and gown. I, I get, managed to keep the cap on the entire time too. So, oh, but that's a great story. It's uh, it's so stupid. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I wish I hadn't said anything at this point because I was burning up. It was so hot. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's the worst thing ever. I was like, there's not enough water in the world. <laughs> this is a great OCR story. You should, you should write these out, buddy. And Dana tells Get them published because people would love them. Mm, it was something. I should have her do a throwback Thursday post tomorrow and just have me running through with my uh, cap and gown on. Yeah. So you, you've, done, you've done a countless, uh, countless numbers of um, you know, numerous OCRs. Yeah. Uh, all through the States. And so what would you say is your favorite race? My favorite race? <sighs> um, I'm really currently in my, I, I am way more into like the smaller local races. Yeah. Because I just think that you see more, I think you see more unique things there. You get more value. To me, yes. Yeah. You know, they're usually less expensive, but you also find obstacles that you're never going to see at a Spartan race. You know, yeah. if my 
I haven't done a Spartan race now. Well, last year we couldn't really do anything because of COVID. And I did, I haven't been to one this year, you know, my wife and my son, he's going to be doing his first Spartan. So they're going to uh, Indiana next, yeah, next weekend um, for the, uh, and they're both going to do the beast, which is hilarious because my son just turned 14 and I was like, and your first Spartan race is going to be a beast. <laughs> a beast. I was like, good luck. Good, good luck with that, dude. And he's like, oh, it's going to be so bad. So, um, <laughs> He's not, he's not much of a runner, but that kid is strong. He can, he can hang on any obstacle out there, but you get him to where he's got to run a whole bunch. And that's when he starts sucking wind. So this is going to be an eye opener for him. So, but yeah, that was kind of how my first beast was. I didn't, I didn't know what to expect. (laughs) Some people are just good at running and some people are great obstacles. Some are good at both. it, It depends on who you are. Yeah, it really kind of, Declan's just good at obstacles. He's kind of a monster at that stuff. At this point, half the time he's, yeah, no, I can't. He's already probably passed me on skill level with obstacles. So as I, as I get older, I find I, I'm less coordinated than I used to be. Yeah. And, you know, I still, I still think I'm 19, but that was 26 <laughs> years ago. Don't I'm, we all. Clearly, I'm clearly not anymore. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh my god and you said that your son is what uh 14 yeah you just turned 14 in july you know, so that makes me really happy to hear uh, of all these young kids uh younger than 14 and 14 um just coming into the sport of ocr growing uh loving it and developing in the sport and becoming these amazing athletes just it, it's that, just truly it, it's i love it yeah as as do i i mean our kids have done Another reason why I like local races so much is that a lot of times the local races will let your kids run with you, you know, so there isn't the, you know, like Spartan, you got to be 14 and Savage, you know, you got to be 13 and, you know, a lot of these local races. I mean, one of the biggest races those kids ever did with us, I want to say this is three years ago, they went and did a Highlander Assault with us, which is another local race, only about an hour and a half from the house. Um, very cool race. I got to build, you know, a bunch of stuff for them, their past race. And we'll be working with them again next year. And, uh, but they let the kids run with us. So it was their first race. We were doing the, um, what is it? We're going for the Black Watch medal. The Black Watch medal, you got to do 12 miles. And the kids were like, yeah, we can do that. And I was like, Zoe, I was like, you are seven. And she's like, yeah, I can do it. And I was like, wow. Okay. So Zoe and Declan, they were good until about mile seven and a half. And then the struggle bus just ran over them and backed over them. And they had another four and a half miles to go. And they were just like, oh, I kept promising we'd get pizza when we were done. And uh, they finished. They finished and the owners of the race were so impressed. They kept giving them like free merchandise. And so they were like, you get a hat because you're the only kid that's ever finished the 12 mile. In fact, you're the only kid that's ever done the 12 mile. You know, <laughs> so the kids walked out with a bunch of shirts and hats and flags and stuff like that. That is awesome. So and pretty awesome. And we were actually like, you know, we knew the owners. We had met them at other races and stuff, but we were like the first ones that asked if our kids could go with us. And so now they have a policy where 
if I believe it's kids 10 and up can go out on the adult course with their parents. They're just like, yep, no, absolutely. We'd love to get the kids out there. You know, if the kids want to do the four mile course and, you know, this past race, which was in um, August, um, my wife and my son, cause I, I was, I was helping work that day, but my wife and son took, I think every one of the owner's kids out, which they're all nice. basically like 10 or 11 or 12 or 13, right in there. And all the kids went out. There was this, must've been like herding cats. I don't know. I didn't get to see it, but my wife was out there with like nine kids or something like that going through yeah. the course. With them. So, but the kids love it, you know? And I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're the future of the sport, you know, exactly. they are, you know, exactly. as you know, I get older and, you know, all these, you know, these people that have been doing it for years, as we get older, you know, eventually we're not going to be as fast. Eventually we're going to start hurting ourselves more probably. Eventually. And, yes, you're right. I mean, and the only way you keep the sport growing is to bring in that younger generation and get them into it. So that's, right. that's, that's what I like about the local races. So. Let me ask you now, you've, you're somebody you make, you develop all these grip strength devices. You've also mm -hmm. worked with two races, like local races, Frontline OCR, and you mentioned another one, Highline, Highliner? Uh, Highlander Assault and then Highlander the Abominable, Assault. Abominable yeah, Snow heard, Rings. I've worked with them too. So I've heard so. of also a Highlander Assault, and I think there was a race recently, and some people posted the, their photos on Instagram, and it looked really good. So have you also, have you been approached by other race organizations to, uh, to, you know, make some of their, uh, obstacles? Um, as far as like signature obstacles, yeah. um, the ones I've done, I, I, I've built stuff for Highlander. I've built stuff for, um, you know, for frontline. Um, I'll be, I'm going up this weekend to actually help abominable. We're going to start deciding how the course is going to set up because the race is at the end of january so we're actually going to already start working on that this weekend wow. you know and uh just figuring out obstacle placements and getting stuff kind of maybe not necessarily built but at least out in the area where it's going to be at just because who wants to try and move stuff up the side of a you know yeah. a hill with you know a foot of snow on the ground that's just kind of a pain so it really is a good problem to have being that you know you got a lot of stuff coming up uh being a race director as well with uh with the uh with the future um with some races that you got coming up which is, uh, that's awesome yeah. like i said and then and then mythic race they're in missouri their first race is uh this next april april of 2022 and uh they're bringing me on as lead builder and uh, assistant Which race director. That's so a, that's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. And then not this weekend, but the following weekend, I'll be out at OCR world championships. I so, hope they let me through. I hope they open up the borders so I can uh, go compete and uh, hopefully meet you, buddy. Yeah, I'll, I, I will be there. I'm going to be there for the whole week prior. And then um, I'll be, I've been working with, uh, uh, Sydney Morris, who owns a uh, battle OCR and has right. battle of the lions OCR. He and I have been going back and forth talking all the time. So we've designed the new battle Kraken for their hundred meter course, which is 
Kraken, except instead of having the handles offset at 45 pounds. Instead of uh, it rotating at a 45 degree angle, it's rotating at a 90 degree angle. So all the handles are offset. And yeah. It's it's kind of awful. Um, I love it. It's going to be hard. <laughs> but, uh, I yeah, love it. So that'll be that'll be on the 100 meter course. Before you called, I was I'm welding up more uh, brackets for the Legaf. Oh, nice. That's going to be at OCR. And then. Right. And then Sid's got his, uh, he's got a newer one, which he had at, um, which is also kind of awful, which he has at his races and he had at Frontline, he brought it out for us called Twist on Life. It's basically a hand grip with rope on it and you have to twist it and crank it up, but it's attached to a sandbag. So you have to crank, it's basically a hoist, but you're just using your forearm. That's right. That's right. Oh, so, man. And so I, I uh, Sid and I, I redesigned all of, uh, Sid had the basic idea of how he was doing it. And then he was like, can we make it look better? You got an idea for how we can do this or this? And I was like, yeah. So I redesigned his, his uh, twist on life uh, thing. So I got those all done. They're all powder coated. I'll be taking those out. So that'll be on the main course. And then we're going to have some on the uh, 100 meter course as well. Wow. So, and then... What else? Oh, my anchors. Those are going to be on the 100 meter course. We're doing a kind of a version of uh, it's not really anchors away like you see at Savage, but it's not really Sid's Valkyrie where you go up the rings right. and then, you know, the ascent. It, this is going to be more like a, uh, what obstacle is it? It's at Indian Mud Run. Uh, nuclear Ninja. It's basically rings was it, it's basically a ring toss kind of type deal except it gotcha. kind of ascends and descends except yeah. we're going to do one with, we're going to do one with anchors that was sid's idea because nice. sid comes up with awful ideas too well, you know that, that's really, that, that sounds interesting <laughs> it'll we'll see how it works so that'll be there i'll be bringing be awesome. some of my anchors out for that so let me ask yeah. you so for those that are you know for all the viewers and listeners that are you know with us right now um, you develop these grip strength devices, and if people are interested in, you know, getting more information about them, uh, maybe even purchasing them, where can they mm -hmm. go? How can they reach you? Well, easiest way is probably through Instagram. That's where we do a lot of our stuff on there. I mean, we have a website and everything, which is just racereadyobstacles.com, um, where you can buy all the stuff and, you know, it's a whole store and everything. Um, Usually people contact us on Instagram, you know, to ask questions. And my wife handles most of that. So a lot of times That's when nice. people, you know, they're, oh, she's so much better at it than I am. I'm terrible at You're I'm just bad at customer stuff. service, but you're great at developing and creating. I, I like to tell Dana, I would rather just be in the background making stuff yeah. that people want to play on than, yeah, I don't, well, and I don't really have the time to just, be on there and interact i mean i do sometimes and dana's always she's like hey i got a question for you somebody asked this and i'm like what and so then i have to sit there and go through it you know and got you trying you know so but what is know, your okay. instagram handle so people know it's just race ready obstacles so same go. thing with same thing with facebook 
So race ready of obstacles, everybody. If you guys have any questions, uh, you know, you, or you want to learn more about it and purchase race ready obstacles. Always trying to come up with new stuff. Oh, it seems like you're I'm also very busy, which is another, like I said before, it is a great problem to have. So I congratulate you, congratulate you for everything that's happening, all the good stuff and then getting out there at all these local events and then, you know, participating, helping and helping them grow. Yeah. The way I look at it is if the sport goes away, I no longer have a job and I don't, I don't want to ever work for the man again whoever the man is i, I would rather just be my own know boss you know because i mean i you know i started out you know i've always always worked for somebody you know and then i was in the coast guard for 15 years and wow. then finished up college and i was like yeah i don't want to work for anybody ever again and i was like I, if i don't have to i don't want to manage people i did too much of that while i was in the coast guard you know yeah i was like i just, you know, if the most I have to manage is, you know, my wife and the kids, if they're going to end up working for me or whatever, which Declan already, they both kids always help out with stuff. So, and, uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I just, and the thing is, I, I really, really love this sport, yeah. you know, I'm I with you there. I mean, I, I just, I love it and I love what it brings to the table. I love the community. Yeah. Um, you know, so the fact that I'm actually doing something, you know, that I love doing because I, I love making stuff. It's that's why I knew I was never, you know, even with my history degree, I was like, I should have gone, you know, to a trade school. But then I was like, then I'd probably have to work for somebody. I was like, so I guess I'll it's just keep job. really is, you know, that's I mean, it. it's a that's stupid it. amount it's... of work, <laughs> but, you know, it's I don't mind on top and that's it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's what I, so, I mean, it's sport that I love and I get to do things that I love and I get to make things for, I you know. I'm so happy for you. So, and Aaron. I get to work with my wife. Yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's you, the cherry on top. The, yeah, it's true. You should tell her that. I, I have repeatedly. <laughs> like, um, any shout outs that you would like to give? Um, you know, basically any of the, you know, the local races, you know, or the races that have, you know, let me come out and be a part of them, you know, I mean, frontline Highlander assault, abominable snow race. Uh, I went out and helped out at Indian mud run, which was, a, and I ran that one too. That's one of the hardest races I've done like ever. And I mean, I did the West Virginia trifecta weekend and I would almost say that was easier than the Indian mud run. Oh, wow. I've never, that, that race was just hard. And, but once again, because it's more of a local race, you know, they don't travel around. They got a permanent facility and everything. That's right. They, they just had loads of obstacles and a lot of unique obstacles. You know, when I went out there, I was like, Hey, I can make something like this. Or, hey, I could do that. Or, Hey, maybe they'll let me come back next year and I can uh, bring something out that I've made, you know? Yeah. So, you know, so all these, it's the local races that I, you know, those are the ones that, you know, those are the ones I really like. And those are also the ones that are going to, you know, bring me out and let me build and let me come up with ideas for them and stuff that like awesome. that. I mean, that, that would never ha happen at a Spartan, you know? And yeah. then I'd be, and if I worked for Sparta, then I'd be working for the man again. 
You'll be so. working for the man. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, it's been such a pleasure having you on, talk to you, Absolutely. sit down, get to know you. Um, I truly thank you so much for making the time to speak with me. Um, yeah. And uh, you know what? I had so much fun talking to you and getting to know you. And I hope that I can meet with, I can meet you, meet with you at the OCR World Championships in Stratton and yep. uh, be able to shoot the shit with you, buddy. I would like that as well. It sounds like there's going to be a bunch of people that I'm, that I'm going, hey, we're going to meet you. And I was like, yeah. I was like, and the worst part is I don't have Dana there to be like, whisper to me what their name is because i'm horrible <laughs> with names it's like all the time people people will come up to me at races and they're like hey just, you know i, got I know I got maybe we should done. just say everybody wear a name tag right that would probably work but That'll people work. come up to me and they'll be like hey it's great to meet you and i'll be like well, let me get a selfie with you you know i was like because dad's always telling me to take selfies and stuff like that she goes i need this kind of stuff for content and i was like yeah okay so I'll be taking, I'll take selfies with somebody and then I'll send a picture to her. I'll be like, who is this? And tell me yeah. their name quick. <laughs> for all you listeners and viewers, thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for watching. This is Aaron Savia uh, of Race Ready Obstacles. If you guys want to reach out to him and, and ask him questions uh, regarding his um, the grip devices that he makes or any regarding any uh, local OCR races, um, you know, shoot them a message, get in touch or with them. Even if they just have questions because they're trying to build something in their backyard. There you I've go. Built, I've built so much stuff. You know, I'm always getting people like saying, Hey, how would you do this? Or what do you think about this? Or, you know, and I'm there happy to help as much as I can. So there you go, everybody. He is willing to not only answer your questions, but also help you. Um, Thank you so much, Aaron. Uh, once yep. again, I truly appreciate uh, having you here, and I wish you all the best. Hope to see you soon, and uh, you yep, take care. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Later, buddy. Later.